0: Hey, Carmel, what's your inner mama log telling you?
1: For the first time ever, I am super thankful that it's school holidays this week and there is no remote learning. Yes.
0: Hello and welcome to Inner mama Log. I'm Maretta Ryan. I'm Carmel Rebusin.
2: And I'm Barbara Davidson. So this week on the
0: pod, we're going to be talking about race and diversity and how we talk about it with our children. So um, yeah, it's intense, man. Uh, I'm actually really looking forward to it, though, because this is a this is something that's been on my mind recently. But um, first things first,
2: ladies, how are you doing? Yeah, great. I've had a bit of a, a, a funny one this week, actually. Um, yeah just to take it away from being intense to something a bit random that I've done this week excellent so um one of my partner's best friends in the world he has been single for a very very long time um so we have recently convinced him to apply for married at first sight oh. which, and I did the application form for him and he's got a call oh. <laughs> what is that? i am so, awesome. so apparently i i feel like i um, need to quit my day job and become a um an application form writer because um yeah Nailed it. He he's had a couple of missed calls he's a bit nervous to speak to them because you know he didn't do his application so <laughs> he doesn't actually know what i've told them about his exes and everything like that so i'm, pr- I'm probably gonna have to have a, pe- a bit of a pet talk with him but um yeah he's um said a few they're really keen to um to get in touch with him and they keep leaving in voicemails so uh, we're gonna we're gonna figure that side of things out this week because I did see that they also started to to have people on board which yeah I'm super wow. excited
1: yeah so is pat he the back exceptionally to me. good looking is this is this like a thing
2: uh I mean oh god um look he's not an ugly guy like he he's definitely not an ugly man um he Definitely would, would get a lot from sitting down next to the therapist. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, but yeah, I think I think he would be very good on that show. Um, and to, to be honest, that basically said to him that I will do his application form on the proviso that I am invited to the wedding. Um, because oh. that might actually get, yeah, make me get myself. You know, a little bit fitter, get myself a nice dress and yeah, how wait way to make it about me. About you, <laughs> like yeah. <actually> about him <laughs> getting, with it. getting in a relationship. So yeah, I think he'd be really good on it. And you know, I do sometimes think that he just needs that that push in the right direction. He um yeah, I think and I think he would be very entertaining um on channel nine too. So Ooh, that's exciting. Yeah. Keep us up to date on that. We'll um yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I will. We'll see, yep. we'll see what they say. When, Keep um, us up to date.
0: Yeah. Yeah, you, might, you might have,
2: you know, made him famous. I know, right? I, I'm going to have to teach him how to use Instagram. Oh. I'm going to just basically become his manager. I think that's what I'm going to have to do. Like, <laughs> <laughs> see, it's been nice working with you, Marissa and Carl. Yeah. <laughs> um, I'm also, um, a celebrity manager. At <laughs> well, oh, least you know God. you'd be good at it. well i mean it's it's working well so far right well that's just it exactly exactly oh that's
0: so cool though oh good for him well well good luck what's his name
2: his name's cameron
0: okay good luck cameron fingers crossed that you get someone that's lovely and not you know
2: psycho but he would probably be the person that was the drama which would be very entertaining for us all
1: yeah i'm okay with that
2: that's very (laughs) exciting oh yeah so fingers crossed (laughs) Next step, next step is to actually get him to answer the calls. Uh, Fair enough, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I'll, I'll definitely, yeah, I'll keep you updated in, in the next podcast.
0: Cool, See where we're going Ooh, with it.
2: Yeah. All right, good to know. Yeah. Cool, <laughs> thanks for that. Um,
0: something a bit weird happened to me this week. And it was all I could do not to share it with you guys in the group chat because I wanted to keep it for this.
1: <laughs> because we go. this is, yeah,
0: yeah. <laughs> um, okay. So um, this was not too long ago. I was alone in the house. That's very rare. Um, so uh, hubby had taken baby Jay, um, who's going to go pick up uh, the big guy from preschool. And so I decided I was going to get dinner sorted. Um, so I went into the pantry and I'm pulling out different bits and pieces and I pull out this one basket and it takes me a split second to realize that there's a bunch of tiny little black things at the bottom of the basket. And I, yeah, yeah. And I freak out cause I'm like, Oh my God, bugs yeah
1: mm, and that, i'm that's not what came to my mind but okay
0: <laughs> well i i i because they're t- they're little these these tiny little tiny little black things and so i like jump back and i'm like you know swearing not internally and um you know i'm just i'm i'm mortified right because while i will never in my life win a housekeeper of the year award my house is not dirty you know yep yeah. It's cluttered. There's toys everywhere, but it's not dirty. So I'm, I'm just like horrified. So I'm like, all right, I, there's only one thing you got to do. You got to gear up. So, so I've got like the rubber gloves on and I put one of the N95 masks on cause I'm like, I don't know if these fuckers can fly. And, um, <laughs> and you know, I've got the bug spray, I've got the, the spray and wipe and my, I, I'm dr- dragging the, 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 garbage bin over and I've got my, um, paper towels. And I'm like, all right, I'm ready for this. Right.
1: A <laughs> full hazmat suit. I, yeah. You know what? If I
0: had one, I would be, I would have been wearing it at this point. Right. Cause yep. I'm just disgusted. So I, I go in, um, you know, hazmat it up as much as one can be. And um, I'm, I'm like pulling a few of the bags out of the, out of the basket and just kind of making sure like I'm shaking them off, making sure nothing else is coming out. And I'm like, okay, well, there's there's enough out there, so I'm I'm pulling the basket towards me to kind of you know get a better idea of what the hell I'm dealing with, <laughs> and it's then that I realize that a bag of black chia seeds has fallen over.
2: <laughs> oh, gosh, oh gosh, isn't that the way? Oh. <laughs> oh.
1: But you protected yourself from the yeah. chia seeds. That's yeah. it. We that protected. is it. <laughs> yeah, Moretta, chia Warrior. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be my superhero name.
2: <laughs> no, we need to. We need to up that. We need <laughs> to up that. <laughs> so so wow.
0: yeah, that was my that was my heart stopping drama. <laughs> I'm thinking far out. My my. my house is dirty it's infested no it's chia seeds (laughs) it's like it's like release
2: but also like oh I'm dumb
0: (laughs) (laughs) well not so much I didn't think I'm dumb I thought I have wildly overreacted like I I should have just kind of taken a breath and maybe inspected things a little bit more
2: instead of like
0: panicked and gone bugs
2: (laughs) yeah Oh dear! <laughs> at least it wasn't the bug, right? Exactly, exactly. And yeah, at least yeah. it
1: wasn't the mouse droppings that I thought. So <gasps> oh, yeah. ew! Oh, foul! Oh, that would have been gross. Yeah. Well, you know, yeah, that's what I thought. Little black things at the bottom. I was like, yeah, that's what came you know to my what? mind. I, I should have said it
0: was like on a third shelf.
1: Ah, uh, uh, those mice are pretty cunning. <laughs> <laughs> What kind, oh, of mice, what kind of mice do you have in your
0: home oh, that I are, don't have any they can, mice. They, can, they, can, they, can <laughs> okay. they can scale they can scale shelving <laughs> 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 on that delightful note I think it's time we can uh, next yeah <laughs> let's take a break and we'll get back to our main topic after this Waiting for another episode to drop? Tom Drum Media has you covered with a range of podcasts perfect for your daily commute. Why not check out The Curious Audience? Go in pursuit of the unknown with a Yowie hunter, find out some dirty little secrets from a sex therapist, or hear the explosive stories of a rock star performing in a battleground. Find The Curious Audience on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcast app. Welcome back. Um, So like I was saying earlier, we're going to talk about um, race and diversity. And I know that this might seem like a controversial topic to tackle, but the reality is that, you know, it's going to come up at some point or another. And I think it's important to already have kind of an idea of how you want to tackle these questions. Um, There's a bunch of different strategies out there. You know, some are better than others, or you can you know just wing it. But I kind of feel like you need to be prepared for these kind of conversations if they're going to be like successful and if they're going to be substantive. Um, in fact, actually, uh, I was, I was reading about this recently and there is research that suggests that when families don't have meaningful conversations about race and diversity, um, that children end up more prejudiced than their parents. So that's kind of a, a dangerous area to be in. So, um, yeah, as three white people, let's talk about race. <laughs> <laughs>
2: interesting as well because um whilst we're talking you know race and diversity whilst we are all white female um we also have have backgrounds of 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 non-australian like, you know not non-white australian you know we've got carmel with the italian heritage and i'm canadian heritage and myself obviously with scottish heritage so um it's quite an interesting one one to definitely be discussing um because we all have yeah we're not you know we're, we're not solely white australians if that's yeah. the thing
0: Yeah, absolutely. Like, you know, unless you're, you know, an indigenous Australian, your family Mm -hmm. came from somewhere else. Yeah. So, yeah. But I mean, of the three of us, um, you know, Carmel having that older son, um, you're probably the only one of us that actually has had an opportunity for a substantive talk um, about race. And and, uh, yeah, so has has anything come up or like, have you
1: talked about it at all? Well, it's interesting because... Race probably hasn't come up anywhere near as much as religion has come up. Oh, wow. I I don't know. Speaking from, you know, I did grow up in Australia and, you know, when I was, you know, in primary school and my son's age, being a colour other than white at school was strange. And I asked a lot of questions. Whereas now we've got, you know, the kids are growing up in a very multicultural society so, it's sort of been something that I've tackled by not tackling it because I just want, you know, the kids in his class to just be his mates and for race to not be an issue. And of course, I can say that because, you know, I'm a white chick from the suburbs. I suppose, you know, it's, it's, there was this probably blinders on there where, you know, I don't see how the world really is. But, you know, Well, the one thing that we have brought up has been, you know, religion because there are other religions in the class Mm. and, you know, that's been more of a question than anything, anything else. And, you know, for me, I'm, I'm not a very religious person. I, and I've always said to my child, you know, you can, you can be whoever you want to be. If you want to follow a religion, I will fully support you in that. But it's always been, you know, what's 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 this man? What's a Muslim? Or you know, what he he had Jehovah's Witnesses in his class, and that one was the bigger concern for him because you know Santa didn't come, so that was a major issue. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but just like uh, childhood problems, right? <laughs> <laughs> serious issues. We need to sit down and talk about this one. Um, but it's always just been they it's, they have a different belief system. That's it, and he's kind of it's okay. Because, you know, I'm not saying that, you know, things are right now and, you know, people, you know, there's not prejudice out there, but our kids are slowly, they're growing up generation by generation being surrounded by, you know, different race, different religions, diversity that I, I mean, I'm hopeful that it gets to a point where my kids, it's not even an issue.
0: I appreciate that you say that because where we live is pretty multicultural. And so, you know, the kiddo, when he goes to daycare, he's surrounded by, um, you know, people that don't look like him, Um, both students, uh, teachers, you know, the parents that come pick us, uh, pick, pick him up. Um, you know, when he spent time in the hospital, the doctors and nurses, they all had, you know, something different about them. It was uh, whether it was a, like a physical appearance, whether it was, um, you know, an accent, like the, the way that they spoke. So I I think that that's, that's really awesome for them because they are growing up knowing that these things are normal, Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, it's not, it's not unusual to see somebody with a different skin color. It's not unusual to see somebody that speaks a different language. And I I think that that's um, amazing and incredibly beneficial for them growing up because they're not going to have this, this um, predisposed notion that, you know, everybody looks like me. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Well, have you Barbara have you thought about like how you're going to discuss it with your little miss because you know you know being being two chances mm. are she, she doesn't have too many questions about it
2: but you know yeah, is that something yeah. that you've thought about at all do you know it actually is and it's only because um like obviously we knew that this topic was coming on and and I I just I have thought a lot about it in terms of and it's interesting that Carmel had also said um, we're so, I guess, it's, it's now becoming the norm, I guess, to have, um, you know, different cultures and different races in in classrooms. And and that's definitely something that I didn't have growing up either. I think, uh, may, uh, you know, maybe a lot of us didn't. And I think um, it's, it's interesting that we're having these discussions to have to try and prepare our children in the future. And I think that at the moment, it's, you know, <laughs> being too, um, she actually at daycare again she has um one of her best little friends has a has Indian heritage and it's not even it's it's odd because it's not even something you think about is it like when you know and she she goes up and she calms her down and there's lots of cuddles and it's like that's that's just one of her little besties at daycare like that that is what it is right but I think you know it is something that that questions will come in time and I think you know when those questions come especially over the next few years um as they get really really curious I guess it's it's just really simplifying it and and starting from as soon as you possibly can right so that those questions whilst they get older will become a bit more maybe a bit more difficult in in what their content is if we start it from from as soon as we possibly can and have that integration and then answer them you know you know, just being very, very clear. Kids, especially young kids, don't need that much information. They, they literally, yes, no, <laughs> you know, very, very clear. Um, so I just think, yeah, at the start, it just needs to be, you know, this, this is just your friend, and yeah. We're all we're all slightly different. Mummy's different. Mummy's from Scotland. Listen to Mummy's funny accent, you know <laughs> that kind of thing. You know, like um, she's going to grow up with an Australian accent. So when we go back to to Scotland and she meets her Scottish cousins, it's going to be a another conversation. You know, or she sounds different to me. So I think all of this kind of you know it's 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 very an interesting co- topic. I think, um, but they're just yeah they're just ingrained I guess in in that society just now. And I think that's obviously for the better.
0: Totally agree. Um, yeah, my kiddo's got this little group of of four, so him and three others, and he's the only Caucasian kid in that Aww. in that little friendship group. And I just think that that's beautiful, you know. Yeah, that's that's the way that it should be. Is you just yeah. who, it doesn't matter what they look like as long as you get along with them.
2: Kids don't yeah. see color. Yeah, your friends are your friends, right? Like, yeah, we, they're taught they're taught right. I really believe that you are you taught racism. You taught racism.
0: Yeah, hundred percent. At the end of the day, it, it, it starts with us, you know, and and modeling the behaviors that we want them to see. So one of the things I was reading about is that um, an important thing we have to do to ensure that our kids embrace, you know, people of all backgrounds is model the behavior that we want them to use. Um, so that would include calling out and disavowing racist behavior. So it's not just about us not actually participating in that behavior, but actively going, that's not okay. Mm. Um yeah. Now, I I was I was thinking about this because I'm like, you know, if if one of my peers, let's say, said something super inappropriate, I'd be like, that's that's crap. Stop that. That's, you know, don't don't say that shit around me. Mm -hmm. Um, But have you guys ever had to do that to like a grandparent (laughs) <laughs> it's a bit more tricky. You have to be a little
2: bit smarter yes. about the way you approach that. Right? Yes.
0: And and that is one of the things that I foresee as like, you know, a potential issue, right? Because yeah. you've got, you know, this generational difference where the inappropriate language and, yeah. um, you know, stereotypes yes. are just prevalent and it doesn't matter what we say, they're not going to change their mind.
2: Yeah. And one well, of the things that...
0: Yeah, exactly. Right. And one of the things that I'm really concerned about is, would somebody in my family say something inappropriate? Um, You know, how would I go about addressing it? Because, you know, I've got, I've got a grandparent that's, that's um, wildly inappropriate, let's just say. And now I love her to death, but she has very um, outdated and inappropriate notions about non-white individuals and you know like Thanksgiving dinner comes around and you know something inappropriate is said and we all kind of roll our eyes and go oh grandma but, <laughs> yeah yeah but you know now that I've got young impressionable kids
1: how do you say can you please not say that sort of stuff yeah, in front of my child
0: yeah yeah how do you go that's not okay I don't want to hear that and not have other people go, oh, she's old. Oh, he mm, he's stuck in pieces. his ways without going, that doesn't matter. <laughs> it's still inappropriate.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, it's, yeah. It's, it's a fine line to walk. But I think I've kind of, personally, I've reached the point where I'm like, my kids growing up with good behaviors is more important. And if I'm going yeah. to be like, alienated because i called somebody out on crappy behavior then i'm just gonna have to live with that i don't want my kid growing up being
2: an asshole
1: and your kids will (laughs) respect you more for it yeah yeah i
2: agree agree. it's always hard with grandparents oh yeah really is tricky they really are it is so and it's it's not an excuse but it is very generational isn't it and it's (laughs) it's just not acceptable and and, i know to pull them up though even just say am you know like that is really inappropriate you can't say things like that um and just make sure your children are very aware that you know you can't say things like that but yeah it's, it's really difficult talking to your parents about things right? they can't, and can't say oh my god
0: yeah yeah, yeah. it's 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 awkward <laughs> yeah good luck with that <laughs> I mentioned earlier that there's a few different like strategies that you can use to, um, you know, talk to your kids, some being better than others. Uh, I wanted to just highlight two strategies that experts say you should actually not use. Oh, okay. Yeah. These, these I found interesting. Um, okay. So, uh, the two are, they've got names. They're the colorblind approach and the tourist approach. So, um, the colorblind approach, colorblind approach is when you refuse to acknowledge that a person looks different and claim that you see everybody the same. Uh, mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, So, Oh, I, I don't see color. Um, So the problem with that approach is that when you refuse to acknowledge a person's diversity, then it's also impossible to have a meaning discussion on racism. It's also denying their culture. Yes, totally. Yeah. It's basically saying, Oh, I don't think race exists. Therefore, you can't have a topic about something that doesn't exist, you know? Um, But more to Carmel's point, I was, I was thinking about this. And I also think that that whole approach kind of undermines a person's pride in their culture and their, their history and their heritage, you know, because regardless of whether you're not, you're a visible minority, you should be proud of where you came from. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Yeah. Yes. And so, and so by saying, you know, Oh, I don't, I don't see color. It's, it's, it's kind of saying that all your culture doesn't matter. Mm you know, because we're yeah. all just beige. <laughs> yeah. white. Yeah. 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 Or yeah. some, some shade of gray, you know, yeah. maybe we're sepia, who knows? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cause I mean, like, yeah. you know, where you and your family come from, regardless of whether or not, you know, you're first generation immigrant or eighth generation immigrant, it's, it's relevant to who you are now.
2: Yeah, absolutely. And yeah. the the
0: second approach, the tourist approach. Um, I didn't even realize that this was a thing, but you know, now that I'm thinking about it, it's like, oh, you know, I I I can I could have seen myself doing this in the past. Um, so the tourist approach is when you talk about diversity specifically around um, culturally significant events and holidays. So you only bring up, oh. um, you know, a culture around. Oh, oh, so you know, do, um, the next door is decorating for Diwali. Let's talk yeah, about right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. It, it, it's not that it's necessarily bad, but it just provides a really um, narrow view of a particular culture. Um, you know, just on, on this one event when, you know, m- these cultures are, are rich and complex and. Um, Great cooks. Oh, hell yes. <laughs> food. Oh my God.
2: Oh. oh
1: yeah. <laughs> um, so
0: like the, the tourist strategy, it's not a bad strategy. It just shouldn't be used in isolation. yeah it makes sense it does make
1: sense
2: yeah it's a good opportunity to start talking about different cultures but you yeah it's not isolated they're not just you know Hindu for one day of the year or they're not just you know Christian for one day of the year it's it's an ongoing thing yeah yeah exactly exactly
0: Um, but, uh, in that same article that I read, uh, they did mention some strategies to encourage the idea that diversity is normal. So even if, um, you know, you don't particularly live in a, in a really diverse multicultural area, um, there are certain things that you can do to kind of, you know, normalize that the world is a big place and we all look a little bit different. So, um, if you have younger kids, uh, to have dolls and books with a range of ethnic backgrounds, Um, There's actually books online that you can uh, look up that are specifically designed with, you know, multiple ethnicities in it. Um, uh, Same with movies and TV. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah, Mm -hmm. there's, oh, Disney has been, um, you know, very diverse as of late.
1: Um,
0: Another thing is to um, integrate food from other cultures, in into your dinner routines i know right <laughs> well you know god i wish i could cook um, yeah so you can you can kind of you know discuss where it's from and learn about that particular country and culture and you know do you know anybody that's from this country and you know oh you know what are some cool things that we could ask them you know that kind of a thing um and uh, this one's kind of obvious but embracing a div- diverse social circle mm. yeah yeah, that, that kind of makes sense.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Pretty pretty logical. That one. Yeah. 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 Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: Yeah. And like I said, it's a good thing because I really feel our children will have that going forward.
0: Yeah, I, I really hope so. I really hope so. Because, you know, there's the
1: issue of peer pressure and Yeah. And that's that's I think my next bridge is what's gonna happen once he goes to high school.
2: Yeah, yeah. for sure. Yeah, that's the more difficult conversations for sure, and the more difficult questions from him too. Totally, oh, absolutely,
0: yeah, yeah. And then you know, like if if he has a a friend that you know is ethnically diverse from him. You know, how is he that person's advocate if there's somebody that's using inappropriate language?
2: But, do you know, on that, though, um, so my partner has a daughter from a previous relationship and she is half Malaysian, um, Malaysian Chinese. So it's quite interesting because she's on the other end of of that, too, in terms of, you know, the way that um the the groups that are formed at high school depending on um yeah the culture and your heritage and and she hangs out with a lot of um Pacific Islanders um in in her group and yeah it's you know you've got your you've got your I guess you your your little cliques and who you who you've formed friendships with and she's yeah they've formed a really really good friendship with some Pacific Islanders and Um, yeah, there's, there's heaps of groups and clubs that high schools have now as well to, to cater for different cultures and, um, sexualities and, and all these different types of, of, um, you know, things that need to be discussed. So it's quite interesting that high schools are also, um, catering for, for differences as well.
0: Uh, yeah, you know, that, that definitely wasn't a thing when I was going to high school. Nope. (laughs) No.
2: Yeah. LGBT. Um, clubs and, and and all those kind of things that are in high school and, and that wasn't even something and I'm not saying it's right or wrong but not something that we ever even really thought about you know if we were straight at grade right. um, when we were you know 11 or 12 and and there's clubs now that allow groups of people to talk and and get together and yeah there's there's heaps more like I guess you know clubs and and conversations happening in in high schools now that can I guess cater and, and be a bit more inclusive um in That's their journey really in teenage
0: yeah, that time. Yeah. Well, that's just it, right? So just out of curiosity, um, if a child asks a question about why someone looks different from them, what would your go-to
1: answer be? You'd have to talk about, well, you know, they're from a different country and they have, a, you know, I, I would take the scientific route, you know um, you know, genetically, um, you know, there, there are reasons why, because there are reasons why there, there are people with darker skin, usually from hotter climates. And it was, you know, it's a science words and smart people (laughs) conversations. An an opportunity to Google. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly right. But I know that there's, you know, there's more to it than, you know, but that's who they are and that's where they're from. And this is what their culture is.
0: Yeah. Yeah. What
1: Instant about you, Barbara?
2: Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's a really tricky one because, again, like trying to think of what conversations I'm going to have in 10 years' time versus the very, very uh, short, sharp conversations to have with a two year old. Um, but yeah, I think it's just definitely, um, you know, like she's also different to a lot of other people. Um, she, um, my daughter is very, very, very pale. She really has my Scottish skin and she's she's paler <laughs> than a pale pale thing um (laughs) bless her she we need to keep her out of the sun i'm really we're so good with the words today (laughs) very good with the words but you know she's very different and she and i think it's also kind of bringing it back to the fact that you know she's 50 percent scottish and you know that's that's also kind of a i think a good way to to try and approach it is that this is this is what your you know your heritage and your culture like you know your friend at school has this heritage and is from this culture you know that kind of direction yeah, that's the kind of way I think I'd be going with that. I, she's uh, she's
0: uh, you know trying to share her opinion in the background.
1: <laughs> she, she really is. <laughs> that's that was right. a Conversation. She was just trying to enlighten us. Yeah, them as to the yeah. what she thinks she's, about. She's all joining of this. in. Absolutely. <laughs> Very opinionated. What do you say, Marina? Uh,
0: well, I I I recently had um, a conversation with Mister T about. Um, about looking different, but it was, it wasn't on a racial scale. It was, it was on an eye color scale. So I think, um, I just gave him a super simple answer because, you know, Luke has, has told me time and time again, don't answer questions they haven't asked. (laughs) Just give them, just give them the answers that they need for that particular question. Extra information will just go right over their head. So, um, he asked me one day, he goes, mommy, why do you have brown eyes and I have blue eyes? And, and all I said was, well, I was born with brown eyes and you were born with blue eyes. Isn't it cool that we're different? It'd be pretty boring if we were all the same. And so I kind of think that, you know, Mm -hmm. if, if he has a question about skin color, it would probably be something like that. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. Cause yeah, you know, oh, if we all have blue eyes, that'd be pretty boring. Wouldn't yeah? What other kind of colors do you think um, people's eyes are? You know, I, I don't know. Yeah. Um, yeah, But yeah, I don't know. I, I think that um that's that's probably where I would go with it.
1: Which is um, good for now, but their why yes. changes as they get older. <laughs> totally, the why totally changes, and you know, he really he he needs the nitties and the gritties, and I probably will have to Google some stuff. But oh,
0: for sure. Yeah. But that in and of itself yeah. is, is a learning opportunity because you can, you can say, you know, like, you know, but I don't know, but that's a really good question. Let's look it up. Yeah, absolutely. Yep.
1: Yeah.
0: Um, one of the, uh, and I was just um, reading a little bit more on this question. Um, so one of the worst things you can do, and I've, I've seen a parent do this is when the kid asks a question and like that, and it's in public shushing them. That's the worst thing you can do because it, it makes it appear as though differences like shouldn't be discussed, you know, like, Oh, it's, it's private. You, you shouldn't discuss it in public. And you know, that the, they're somehow negative. So um, in those situations, basically the only advice that they have is to acknowledge the difference positively. Um, so, you know, like I, I have this gut feeling that one of the questions that my kid is going to ask in public is going to be about one of those beautiful, like brightly colored and bejeweled saris that you sometimes oh, yeah. see Indian women wearing because he's just drawn to like jewel colored things. Um, And he's, he's made comments before about, you know, oh, mommy, look at that, look at that pretty dress. And, you know, I'll, I'll say, you know, oh man, that is a beautiful color. I love the sparkles, blah, blah, blah. But, um you know, at some point I know that we're going to get the question like, you know, why don't you wear a dress like that? And then, well, why
1: you know, don't you? That's a very good question. <laughs> that, that is, that is. You can wear <laughs> pretty dresses. I
0: can, but, you know, I prefer my jeans. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, you try to get me out of my insulated jeans. No, 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 no. But, um, yeah, so that's, that's kind of where I, I think I see his, his questions, um, coming in the future, but yeah, yeah, just to kind of, you know, think about these questions in the now and go, you know, have I got some sort of idea about how I'm going to tackle this down the road? Because Mm -hmm. this is such an intense conversation and we're going to be having it so many times throughout our child's life as they, you know, learn about the world, as they Hear words they're unfamiliar with, and and meet people of different backgrounds, and you know, hopefully we can raise the kind of kids that are are gonna you know embrace people of any color and any other physical appearance, and be brave enough to ask questions, you know, mm, yeah, because yeah, ignorance is the it's it's what breeds fear, right, and. Yeah. I really highly doubt, like, and I'm just thinking back to the, the the sorry thing, I really highly doubt that any woman would have a problem or react poorly if I, you know, came up to her with my son and I said, my son thinks that your outfit is absolutely beautiful. Yeah. Can you tell us about it? You know?
1: No, they'd be proud. They'd be yeah. Exactly. Yeah. extremely proud to talk yeah. about it. Exactly.
0: So that's, that's kind of where I, I I hope to, you know, direct that conversation Mm -hmm. as he gets older, but yeah, yeah. yeah. You know, it's, it's, it's a bit of a minefield, but I think that, you know, talking about these things is important and
1: yes, you guys had
0: some really good ideas, by the way. Thank you for that. And, and, um, you know, Carmel, it's good to have some insight into an older child and, you know, the, the kind of things that they ask. The
1: future is near. (laughs) (laughs) I- <laughs> oh my god i think I, I just
2: felt my blood pressure go up <laughs> yeah
1: and you have to your those. blood pressure an 11 year old who thinks he's 47 <laughs> i hope he invested well <laughs> bitcoin bitcoin <laughs> oh god oh, dear.
0: oh man oh uh, anyway. uh, guys this is so great talking to you about this i always i always have fun talking to you guys um what I'd really be curious about is how our listeners have dealt with this uh, this question in the past. So uh, join us on our socials and, and let us know what you think. Um, guys, that's it for this week's pod. Uh, thank you so much for tuning in. And don't forget to check out our social media feeds on Twitter and Instagram. We're also on Facebook, as well as subscribing to the podcast for notifications about future episodes. So we'll see everyone next week.
2: Bye. Gotcha.
1: Bye.